Hello, hello, and welcome to the Black Women Working Podcast. It's Chantel here. Hey. Hey, it's Natalie here. I do want to say hey now. I was going to let you introduce yourself. How are you, honey? I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. It's what it is. Busy time. Yeah. Busy, busy time. Well, thanks for thanks for squeezing in another episode for our listeners. Um, we are here to do a less talk about it. Before I do that, let me just direct our listeners new and close to our socials. So you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, using the handle at BWWpodcastUK. You can also find us by searching Black Women Working on LinkedIn. Um, we are on other platforms. We don't use them as broadly. So Facebook, Snapchat, and you can visit our website, 3wsblackwomenworking.com to find our latest episode, sorry, a library catalogue of our previous episodes and anything else that we have been up to. So today's segment is a let's talk about it. Let's talk about it is where we take a current affair and throw in our little two pence on what we think about it. And mm. we couldn't let the season pass without having a little chat about Nella Rose in I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. I'm going to give a disclaimer. Because, uh, I mean, she's been in there and she's come out. Um, yeah. So I think we just need to acknowledge When does the season finish? Was it this week, last week? I think it's a last week. Yeah. I think um, I'm going to give a disclaimer. I don't watch reality TV at all. At all. Um, so, so my conversation is limited to the research that I've done and what I see on social media. I have not watched any of these episodes firsthand in full. So that's my disclaimer. Mm-hmm. All right. So where do we start? Where do we start? I'm going to, should I start with a big question where you was like, absolutely no. What question is that? So <clears throat> having seen the commentary, the feedback, the bullying, the trolling that Nella has experienced, we should probably, most people know who Nella Rose is, right? No, I think you need to set the scene. Set the scene. So Nella Rose is an influencer, an online I guess she's rose to her claim to fame is from her online content. Um, more recently, she has partnered up with India from, is it Love Island? And they've mm-hmm. got their, is it Pink Court? I'm so yeah. bad. Yeah. It's like a Judge Judy relationship-esque vibe, mostly. Mm-hmm. Mostly. Um, so... I mean, if you're in our space, you probably, no, that's a lie. Uh, who is our space? You may have come across her if you engage with social media. Mm. Depends on who you are, right? That's not even a point to make. <laughs> but Natalie, your facial expressions are throwing me off. Sorry. Um, but the the baseline is she's, a, she's an influence. She recently starred on um, I'm a Celebrity. And the commentary around her being there has just, it's been toxic. Mm -hmm. It's been 
by and large, negative, derogatory, it's bullying. Um, and the big question that we sort of asked ourselves was, and I say we asked ourselves, but actually, when I looked it up, it's been a question in terms of articles written going back to 2016, 17. Should black women be taking up space on reality TV? Is reality TV for them? Nats? I think that question's pretty bored because there's different types of reality TV, different types of reality TV show. I mean, your your experience on a show will depend who your castmates are, depend who the audience is. Mm. But I thought I thought you came you on Sunday, you came in quite strong. You was like, nope. No, because I, I no, because I think there's a difference. I think there's a reality. I think the question is being is to being too simplified here. First of all, it needs to be linked to the UK specifically and reality TV shows that they produce. Because if you're a black woman on like Real Housewives of Atlanta, Potomac, or if you are on like I do watch a lot of reality TV like Love and Marriage, Huntsville, um, Southern Belle. If you are on reality TV shows where the entire cast is black and the audience that's going to watch it is black, you may have a better experience. There are some examples of reality TV shows which aren't positive experience, regardless of the composition of the cast. A classic example of that would be like um, Black, Black Ink, New York and Black Ink, Chicago. Um, but I think the question is too simplified. I think just taking it a step back, I think you just need to set more of a background as to what has happened. So like you say, Nella Rose is an influencer. She's a personality. She's not an actress or um, a singer. Her her main job is being a personality. And it's something that she's very, very good at. I, I'm, not, I'm not a particular follower of her, but I've watched her content on YouTube. I've watched her on that pink court show. Some of it's for me, some of it's not for me. But she's clearly managed to achieve a lot just off of the basis of her personality and my understanding that before she went into the show, she was very much well liked, specifically in, I would say, the black community in the UK. Yeah. And I'll I'll put a London focus on that because really I'm a Londoner, so I can only really speak from a London focus. But I've never met anyone who had anything particularly negative to say about her. Now I agree. She went into the show and a big part of Nella Rose's story, and it's something I knew even though I don't follow her, is that both of her parents passed away. Um She's only about, 20, I think, 26 or 27. So that's that's a big loss to suffer at such a young age. And the the gap in time between the death of her mother and the death of her father is pretty close. She went into the show and she's talking to a guy called Fred, the guy that does, um, I think it's the first date show that they have at Paternoster Square. You know that yes. show? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he is. The yeah. host of that show. And yeah. he said something to her. They were having a discussion I think possibly an argument. And he said to her, you know, I'm old enough to be your dad. Now, she had a very, very bad reaction to that because I feel like losing her parents, I, from what I understand, it happened fairly recently. But even if it happened 25 years ago, it's still very much a triggering point for her. I have both my parents. I can't relate to parental grief and loss of a parent. I have no idea what that's like. And basically, she had a reaction to it. And it seems like the British public decided that was an overreaction they wouldn't let her express I think she stopped talking to Sir Fred they had a, a a feud an argument a disagreement a dispute and they took it took a while for it to be made up 
And that was a big part of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, their, their whole storyline. And I think the issue that it, it, it raised again, the participation of Black women in, I would say, British reality TV shows, was that the British public went into full throttle in terms of calling her all kinds of names. I don't know, Shan, you said you, because I kind of just blocked off from it. I didn't really engage with it. But... Yeah, I mean, it was the names, but it was also, it was also, you know, just calling out, calling out her character in in that. Oh, she's, you know, you know, it's always the typical go to. She's loud, she's aggressive, she's being over emotional. Um, I think it's important to add that, like, in this season. Nella was also um, in the jungle with Nigel Farage, who we know has like really explosive views, racist views. And she took a lot of time talking to him, even on matters that were like, I, I, I couldn't imagine that she would have the amount of time for him that she did based on the snippets that I saw. So to take that one interaction with Fred and then... Mm. And then target her. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. Considering she's with, she's in a house with someone, or in a house, sorry, in the jungle with someone who is, uh, in my view, completely disgusting in their views. And she was very patient. It's like, you're really not taking her whole character. Nobody was talking about the fact that she was quite vulnerable as a black woman to be with Nigel Farage for whatever reason, whatever PR stunt he's doing in that place. Um, and more explicit than the than the comments that people may or may not have seen on social media was also the fact that the British public took to targeting well what can be seen as targeting her because she she done they voted for her to do eight trials. Um, I didn't. Know. And often the, the sort of vibe is that you vote for the person that you want to see suffer because those yeah, trials absolutely. those Bush trials yeah. are not nice. Um, why? Why? The the I only think, reason we can come to is because she's a black woman, though. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't. I don't think it's. Um. I don't think it's. Um. I don't think it's that simple. I think. I think what it is that is what is is concerning to me ultimately, is that we have to accept that these shows, <laughs> these shows, these shows, these shows are edited in in a way, basically, that um, is not going to be positive for certain participants and will be positive for certain other participants. And I think what really was, was kind of shocking was the fact that we never really saw the full conversation. We just saw the explosive reaction, which is what you would expect. But ultimately, it's the reaction of of the of the public to her and the disgusting things they said about her. And then I think on top of that as well, they kind of a narrative was created about her based on that dispute that she'd had with Fred, based on you know something that triggered her her real life experience. And then that was used to kind of then be like, oh, she should do all the worst trials. She should suffer. So I don't want to, 
I, I think it's more new. I think it's more more nuanced than that because I think there was, and I, you kind of see it slightly as well. I think on some Love Island, some series of Love Island, which is why I've kind of taken time. Which is quite. I don't really watch Love Island anymore, especially when there are more black women in it because they they have the stereotypes there. They then edit and put out images and imagery. that feeds into the stereotype that effectively kind of lends itself to black the black woman in that show being demonized and then having a really negative experience so it's like a perpetual mm prophecy so and that's why i said i personally don't want to tell black women what to do and where to work but i just question if it is safe for us to participate and work in this environment. The same way, like, if a Black woman maybe said to me that she wanted to work in the police, I might have concerns about whether that was, and if there's a police officer who's a Black woman, I'm not saying you shouldn't be in it, but I just want to say that I would then just have concerns about whether it's safe. The same way if a junior person wanted a legal career and they were telling me that they wanted to work at a particular law firm and I knew that particular law firm wasn't a safe environment, For a young black woman, it was the same type of conversation that I'll, I'll be having. Because I think what's interesting is that an opportunity to be on national TV for someone like Nella for an extended period of time is a brilliant opportunity. If you look at Babatunde, he was in it the year before, the comedian. It was a very, very... Obviously, he had been on TV before with Mo Gilligan. And uh, what's that show? Um, Gogglebox. So he'd done like celebrity goggle box and things like that before, but that was a massive opportunity for him to grow his audience, to grow his career. So I could see that Nella would want to participate in that to do the same thing. And if you look at people like India, who've been on it, Amber, who've managed to literally grow and grow their audience and build a career for themselves based on their participation on reality TV. I just think that um, what doesn't seem to be getting addressed and what seems to be, still being perpetuated is just consistent negative stereotypes on reality TV, which is sometimes why I question if it is in fact a safe environment. It's the same thing where we had, you know, we had years and years before we've had India and Dami and other couples, years and years of black women going onto a show and never getting picked. Yeah. On Love Island. We had years Yeah, and yeah, years yeah. of black women going onto Big Brother and being demonized as loud, as loud and aggressive and like Mhm. being... Mm you know, and being hated, hated by the public, you know, it's just, and, and I think also there's there's something to be said about black women who participate in reality TV shows where they are the only black woman. So your experience on black, as a black woman on Real Housewives of Atlanta is probably going to be different than your experience on, you know, a Love Island where there's like 10 white girls or nine white girls and you're the 10th girl and you're the only black girl. Yeah. And on top of that, you're dark skinned. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I I completely get what you're trying to say. My issue, my issue with it, my conflicted issue with it is, you know, we talk about taking up space and we talk about allowing ourselves to be in spaces that we are not ordinarily, um, to allow us to grow in the way that you've described. And I... I don't know, like the, the cost benefit analysis of that in terms of psychological harm and being ready to then like, you know, 
it's not even a question because I know the answer. Like, why should you have to say, I'm going to take this opportunity, which is really good, which can propel my career, but know that ultimately I'm going to be subjected to bullying as part of that process. Like, it's actually going to happen. When we get a job in in our typical workspaces, we could have a good time. We could have a negative time. It's not get, like the 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 idea of being bullied is not a guarantee, but in these spaces, it seems to be. And mm. I want you know if I if I was a personality, maybe one day we will be as black women working. I ain't going on. You no. know, <laughs> I ain't going on no celebrity. But, it just sad. I guess it saddens me. It's not a question. It just saddens me that 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 these are that that's that's the that's the experience I have to accept. I will have. Um. And then, and then more so because I don't expect black women to go into spaces where they have to taper their behavior or their responses when you know when we talk about being your authentic self and I think you know there's some yeah there is there is always something really special about being a Londoner for me but you know how we chat how we channel our emotions and vocalize and express ourselves why should that be policed why should I be why should a, a black woman be told she's being loud being aggressive I don't want to say that's her authentic self because I because I don't want to like touch no, myself think, to those negative think, words. I think I think what I I think what you're doing it, it is kind of conf like it's a slight conflation because it's about every time a black woman has a reaction to anything or sets a boundary or says, you know, this is how I feel, any reaction, emotional reaction is seen as an overreaction. Mm. that's where it comes to the dehumanization whether or not you're losing your temper or or not every time you kind of set a boundary or every time it's deemed deemed as an as an overreaction at the end of the day she could have been crying and it would still be an overreaction exactly that and so every time you kind of assert a boundary and said this is not working for me then it's a perception of being angry and aggressive then it's already feeding into stereotypes that are already out there in society so I think and that's why I think sometimes for me it's about reality tv to a point but it's about understanding what is a safe environment for black people and what is not a safe environment for black people black women specifically first and foremost and I'm just not convinced because I feel like every time there's one of these reality tv shows in the UK there's always something to be said basically about there's always something to be said about how black women are treated on on these shows I don't want to tell anyone not to get their bag but I don't see the editing the vilification and then also you have to realize that you're participating in a space and staying in a space with people and you, there's no vet on them you don't know how they're going to act mm. you don't know what microaggressions like they're going to do what they believe and what they're going to play into so I don't know. I don't. How, how 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 do production how do production teams mitigate m mitigate for that? 
they intervene and say and say you can't do you you can't do this mm. they do training for their participants they vet the participants they they make sure that they because just because we don't see the producers speaking to people on the screen or we see it minimal they are talking to the participants all the time mm. they're talking to the participants all the time that's how they're communicating with them about certain certain things reality tv isn't just put a camera in a room and let people go at it even i'm a celebrity get me out of it it has very strict rules about how things happen and there are producers medical people on on tap online to help and to deal with any issues so why is it when they see microaggressions perpetuations of stereo stereotypes all of these negative experiences that young black women are having why don't they stop and intervene I mean, I'm asking. I'm asking the question as if as if we don't know who, because this is why representation is important across the field. You can't just have it at the front. You can't just have it at the top. You have to have it within. Because exactly, even even outside of that, you know, that brings in the example of um, the, the 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 trolling that was that was coming in from the public, and. Um, something was said, something derogatory was said about Nella on the actual social media page um, mm -hmm. for I'm a Celebrity and their own team accidentally, in inverted commas, accidentally liked it. And so when we're saying, oh, you know, they could bet they're talking all the time, but actually you're, you're talking about the same people who outside of these jobs quite frankly, probably have these same roles, which is why they're unable to mitigate or vet or intervene. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I hate that sometimes we forget you can't expect people who are not for us, who are not us to do the work that protects us. Yeah, that's quite um, frustrating. Huh? So that's quite frustrating. Yeah. I mean, this is one of these conversations where it's like I said, we need we 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 always are present on any issue that pertains to black women. Um, but it's one of the and annoying conversations where clear that participation in reality TV isn't just for the crack. It is work, it's something that Nella, even though funnily enough, she was paid the least out, out of, of the group. Yes, that and point. Being the most the most talked about participant um so there's like an equitable injustice that's an yeah. that's equitable in and of itself right but um you know it is work reality tv is not absolutely maybe back in the day it was just a jolly but especially i'm a celebrity get me out of there you're going huh. in the capacity to work to be paid that's very different from like participation on on Big Brother or a game show. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the whole setting is already draining. Living without all of your comforts, all of your amenities in a jungle for whatever period of time. And doing is taxing job. is taxing oh, enough. Strangers. Yeah. And I just think I hope it person, having to if if it's not like if it's not your lived experience, if a black person having to be in an environment with people who are completely different from you, it's like I always remember 
I remember when when Dave Chappelle not saying I co-sign everything he says, but before he became as problematic as he is today, when he did the Chappelle show and mm. first reality TV show, I would say that I became aware of was the real world was like an MTV reality TV show, a little bit like Big, Big Brother, where they put them together in a house and they have to live and work together, but they can access the outside world. And he and he kind of did an example where he put he's you know he was saying you always question why they have one black person in these houses as part of their inclusivity um policy and that black person ends up being on the edge and going nuts. And he said, What if you flipped flipped it on his head? Mm, yeah, I saw that one white person around uh, and dominated them with 10 to 15 completely different black people like how would that white person how you know how you expect to happen and what would you expect to happen I think it's a similar a similar thing happening here in my view Mm. it's this is I, I was saying this is one of these conversations where there's no real there's no real conclusion answer signposting it's I it's it's a acknowledgement that there is still so much work to do absolutely yeah um but I do hope I do hope that Nella is able to to flourish from this experience in that if you made her the villain and she's the one that's being spoken about but I haven't seen her in any interviews I haven't seen any media I haven't seen that she's able that she's galvanized um from the experience I don't know. I mean, I think she did mention that she was just taking a moment to digest everything. Because the thing about being in the in the jungle is that you're in there. You don't know what's being said about you on the outside. And then, and then you come out and have to. I don't know how I would feel seeing all those horrible things that people who don't even know me, who, don't even, who I don't even know if they saw the full situation are saying about me. I don't know how I would process that. And then to find out that, that my employers are liking... Um, negative comments about me on social media. I don't know how mm. I would process that. And then you're out yeah, and you work. Especially when in your mind you just made the whole thing up with the guy that you had an argument with and you've moved on and everyone around you immediately has moved on. And then to come out and see all that vitriol, I don't know, you know, I don't know how I would respond. I don't know how I would ever think after that because it's like, well, can't I ever have a reaction? Can't I ever have a feeling? I don't know. That's not going to be Nella. <laughs> That's I don't not going to be Nella. I hope, I hope not. From from the character that she has portrayed, the the Nella that yeah, I've seen, I, I would I like. Even in that that in and its in and of itself is kind of dangerous to think that because she's still a human. Of course, of course, and it's not it's not always a good thing. But there's this. This is where resi- resilience isn't a good thing because part of the resilience of being us means that, yes, you get back on the horse. Um, but when I say I hope, and I don't, I wouldn't expect her to, you know, recoil or, or stagnate her growth. I think in terms of, in terms of who she presents to be, mm-hmm. I would hope that this would be fuel that she keeps going and goes even harder, even stronger. Because let's remember, as we said in the beginning, um, 
whether she's your cup of tea or not, mm-hmm. in our community, she's been able to grow and flourish, which has gotten her this far. Um, and if it's gotten her this far, she doesn't necessarily need mainstream. Mainstream propels, there's more money in it. I think it's her choice. I yeah. Yeah. And she'll navigate through. Yeah, I just think that it's I just think for me personally, as a black woman, it's triggering to see that every time a black woman goes on reality TV, she's gonna be made an example of one way or another. This is I think this is part of the reason why subconsciously I don't watch. Like that oh, whole yeah, love yeah, island. I, I don't generally like reality yeah. TV anyway, but like I think it was Love Island that really cemented it for me. No evidence, but I was like, I can't bear to see one one black girl and think whether or not she is going to be chosen. I know, I know that I felt yeah, that, I and I know that's same. why I didn't watch it. I think, I think exactly the same. Or I then begin to participate once I know that once you see from social media and conversations that that black girl has got a person. Does that make sense? Mm. So many years watching it, where black women on those shows have been. Have have been have been vilified, and I think the difference is is a, it is also slightly about the way that you the way you present and what is seen as an ideal black woman. And I'm sure mm. if Nella was there and she was like she didn't have a personality and she was very bland and she was very quiet, maybe wouldn't have had all of this. But something happened that triggered her off, that set her off, and she probably could never have expected it to happen. Um, because that's life. You don't know when your next triggering event is going to happen. Because if you did know, you'd probably avoid it. Um, yeah. And so when she has to show humanity, when she shows her humanity, and you, let's be clear, humanity is flawed. You know, she's she's vilified for it and she's not given any grace. And I think that's what, that's a common theme, I, I feel like, through a lot of our conversations when we're talking about, you know, things that are happening in the media to black women. It's the utter lack of grace that black women are consistent. Oh, of course. With. When working on a public, when working and participating in a public platform, but I also say I feel like that. I feel like that that thread runs through to people who are working. When I say privately, I mean like you're not a you're not a celebrity, you're not an influencer. Your work is not happening with regards to your employment on the internet. Um, for me, that's probably why subconsciously, I didn't watch it either because I was like I don't. If I want to be triggered, I'll just at work. I'll just go <laughs> in the office. Like, <laughs> give me ten minutes. I'll be triggered. I don't. I don't. Mm. I don't. I don't. It's not that I don't want her to participate. I don't want her to get a bag. Of course, I do. I really like her, and I feel like she's got brilliant personality. There's only one Nella Rose, and mm. her big personality is what got her to where she mm-hmm. is. When she has a big personality, why is she being vilified for it? So it makes yeah. me think, why did the produce, producers even even put her on, even reach out? What did they her? expect? Yeah. What did they expect? And and how mm-hmm. responsible are they to protect her from that? That part. That part. The, the, there's a really nasty, malicious undertone in... Yeah, but then that that's what draws a crowd. That's why Nigel Farage, who was paid a ridiculous amount to be on there, a ridiculous amount, 
they're they're waiting. It's clickbait, isn't it? They're waiting for something to happen. They're waiting for the public to respond. That's the whole well, nature. I think, I think that ITV allow people like Michael Farage and what was that other guy that went back on there, the Chancellor, who had an affair. Oh, with... um, who cares about his name? Oh, no, Hancock. Mike Hancock. I think ITV are playing like this is a sidebar, playing a very very pivotal role in the rehabilitation of inadequate and incompetent right-wing politicians but that's mm. a different subject mm. or a different they need you know. to be careful they need to be careful because this is the whole um totally different but just on the topic of not being responsible they were there, there was that huge thing with jeremy with the jeremy carl show was cancelled because of the person who the guest who ended up committing suicide mm-hmm. um so it's surprising that actually they're not they're not they're not following they through on learned. lessons learned. Might be a different production company that that mm. runs that. But yeah, it's it's, it's not even positive. But you know, it gets to a point where it, I don't want to be flippant, and be like, it is what it is. But can you say that you you you're complete? You're surprised by any of this? Deep no, down? this is what I mean. It's just one of these conversations. Like here we are. There's and that's why I said the only thing I can say in any in any sense of positive positivity which isn't positive is there's still work to be done i'm not yeah. going to sit here and cuss out anymore i've stated we've stated the facts we've stated what we think about it um and there's work to be done that's the bottom line yeah not by us though um, well we're contributing to the work in our own way remember activism takes different shapes and forms um this is the work oh, isn't always mean, activism yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was about to say like um, the ITV producers, they need to fix up. There's not, not enough of diversity training is gonna is gonna save them. They need to fix up or they need to be re- replaced. Ah, <laughs> oh, and it just reminds us we've got a whole we've got a whole talking matter on on what diversity in these media companies look like or lack of. But Absolutely. again, that's Absolutely. a different conversation for a different day. Um. Anyway, I'm really grateful <clears throat> that you've taken time out of your busy schedule to be with me and our listeners but I know you've had a long day and got a long week I'm really croaky because I had stuff party yesterday and I should be going to sleep but I'm trying to get out to just jeans event so let's see what happens okay well I hope that's good (laughs) another black woman working okay well so on that note just um thank you everyone for being with us staying with us um it's been a wonderful year we're not quite wrapped up yet we've got a little bit more steam and fuel um in the final stretch till the end of the year but do stay with us do let us know um your thoughts and commentary on our social media that's at bww podcast uk you can oh i also forgot you can email us as well uk at gmail.com um or visit our website and see what we're up to what's coming up www.blackwomenworking.com until next time ciao